0: Educating, informing, entertaining—the Dan
1: Parsons Show on 1499.3 KLIN. Hey, we made it to Thursday, boys and girls. How about that? It is 5.08 on Thursday, January 25th. Hey, coming up in just a quick second, uh, it is the Lincoln Business Roundtable with, uh, this week, it's Mr. Jeff Mall from Visit Lincoln. And a little later in the show, our friends from uh, the Lincoln Haymarket Development Corp. Uh, Jeff and Diane Cunningham will join us, also in studio. Uh, Truth over tribalism, principles over partisanship, five days a week, right here. Uh hey Mr. Johnny Cadillac producer extraordinaire is uh off on vacation And so hey welcome to our guest producer Mr. Caleb Henry. Caleb. Hello.
2: He was celebrity guest producer last time I was there. Oh this.
1: that's true. Uh it is still celebrity <laughs> guest producer uh Mr. Caleb Henry and uh, and you brought your little uh uh your little guest in uh, Yeah, I Millie. have an assi-
2: I have an assistant yeah. Millie's with me yeah. for probably the next 5 minutes.
1: That's a- <laughs> <laughs> Until mommy gets here. She gets off work and slides by. Millie, do you want to shout out to your mom? <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, uh, Millie, I didn't bring you anything, but uh, did you bring me a cheeseburger, Millie? <laughs> She'll take your order in a little bit. That's one of her favorite games. Oh, that's great! That's great. Well, uh, we're delighted that you choose to uh, uh, tune us here, uh, tune us in on a Thursday afternoon. Uh, will we ever see the sun, Mister Jeff Mall? By the way, welcome into the studio. Uh, will we ever see the sun again?
2: We will. Dan <laughs> and, and did you did you look at the forecast for next week? I know because it. you're talking about warmth, and, and what I'm hearing is. People that I know that are complaining about their streets are slushy and their residential doesn't look like it was plowed. But I can assure you their residential was plowed during the parking ban that we had. But now that stuff's all alive and being pushed around. And give it two or three days. I think we're going to be 60 degree next week. It's going to be nice this weekend. Yeah. You know, I'm excited about it. It's and, and it's so great yeah.
1: because we do. We get to this point, and uh, it's you know end of January. We got another month of this, and uh, but yeah, we're we're seeing uh, and 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 as we said, somebody's uh, somebody made a funny comment the other day uh, on the interwebs uh, about you know sick of people saying, uh, but we do have more
2: sunlight every day. <laughs> we do, and and you got to remember, people in Alaska during certain times of the year they are dark twenty. Four, seven. Oh, so if I you think do our it. cloud cover is bad, you think do it being cold here for four or five days at a time is bad, people got it a lot worse in a lot of other places. So, right. uh, yes, the sun will come out tomorrow. Tomorrow. That's <laughs> your bottom dollar tomorrow. You could you could break into that. That'd be okay. <laughs> um, well, as
1: our listeners know, every Thursday, it's the Lincoln uh, Business Roundtable. We look for and invite uh, the business community into uh, the studio or on the phone lines to talk about what's going on, and we're so delighted uh, to uh, get Mr. Jeff Maul, one of the most sought-after uh, guests in Lincoln broadcast uh, world. Is that and true? It absolutely is. If you open up the... Ind- uh, the, uh, the really? Uh, yeah. and The Rolodex. Like, the Rolodex. Okay. The kids don't know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> I used that in a meeting the other day, and, and uh, yeah, all the millennials looked yeah. at me and was like, well, yeah. Rolodex, is that yeah. a new platform? Right. Anyway, uh, but, yes, I'm always delighted to have you uh, uh, with us, Jeff, and, uh, of course, Visit Lincoln is your domain. And, um, yeah, it's uh, – so, yeah, through this cold and snow – We've got to start thinking about spring and activities, and and let's do it again, 2024. uh, You blew the doors off in this city uh, in 2023, and so what's
2: cooking for this year? I'll tell you what, 2023 was an amazing year. Uh, All of our numbers and all of our things that we look at in the way of analytics and room nights and events – just amazing. It was amazing over 2022. I thought 2022 was going to be one of those years. It's going to take about three or four years to reproduce. But what we did last year with the volume of activities, we talked about that month of August that was magical yeah. last year. And yeah. Nothing but good signs going into this year. People are traveling. People want to be in Lincoln. Telling the story about Lincoln, Nebraska has never been easier because really, it starts with the people of Lincoln. It's the Dan Parsons of the world. It's the Caleb Henry. It's the people that are nice on every street corner making sure that we have it's a welcoming true. destination. Yeah, it's true. I and see our, it all the time. And our facilities are catching up, right? Pinnacle Bank Arena... Sandhills Global Youth Complex, great things going on at the Sandhills Global Event Center. Yeah, I said Sandhills Global twice (laughs) in one segment, but thanks to those folks for helping build the community.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Well, and we've got uh, new hotels going up in downtown Lincoln,
2: so we, we know that
1: there's a demand.
2: Well, and you know why people build hotels in Lincoln? One guess. Why do people build hotels in Lincoln? because they know they're going to be successful. And you know what? There's a Husker football team that's starting to turn the there corner you that's go. going to put heads in there beds in the fall. And yeah. you talk to a lot of hotel developers, and one question they ask us is, how are Husker football, Husker football weekends? You know, What kind of people come in? How long are they here? Right now, people aren't staying a whole lot for Husker football. They're in and out in one day, day trippers. Yep. Um, but as things start to pick up, they want to come in on a Friday night. They might stay through Sunday. Yeah and then they start to take a look at our book of business so the model right now is just really optimistic and a lot of great things coming up early this year Um and you do
1: have your new uh... discover lincoln uh... visitor guide out Uh hot off the press i've got it in my uh... clammy little hands here and it looks uh, beautiful uh... great photography and uh... yeah it's uh... yeah let's uh... uh... let's get this going it's it's um it, it seems like every year there's more and more uh to do and the more to talk about and uh, the visitors uh, respond.
2: Yeah, they do and our visitors guide the discover Lincoln visitors guide is our primary fulfillment piece, you know, much like when you check into a hotel you try to find that local guide about restaurants mm-hmm. and hotels and things to do. What we've done in here is really just blown the doors off of our guide with photography, storytelling. You talk about the people that put together the food and the place. And this guide is available at our visitor center at 7th and P. Uh, You can stop to the chamber office at 1128 Lincoln Mall. Or you can log on and just fly right through your own copy digitally on your phone or on, on the computer at Lincoln.org. These visitor's guides are so sought after. This is the guide that used to go in the glove box of a car. Remember those days? I do remember those It was those with days. that map, the Rand McNally map in your visitor's guide. <laughs> People still love these things.
1: Um, What's it, a map?
2: What's yeah, a map? What is a map, Caleb? That's exactly <laughs> yeah. right. Look at your phone. Okay? Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah,
1: I'm old enough to remember those. But, you know, that's
2: interesting. And, and Caleb brings up a, a kind of a neat point that we really talk about do we even want to print these anymore? Sure, I'm sure that conversation. All their travel research on their mm-hmm. computers and on their phones. The amount of people that still call us, send us your new guide. Yeah. And it's not just people from outside the community. These are Lincoln residents. You put this on the nightstand at home, put this on the coffee table, put it in the kitchen. This gives you ideas of things to do.
1: Well, and uh, I'll do it for you, because my friend Kathy Plunkett is uh, responsible for yes. m- most of this photography. And talk about a world-class photographer right here in Lincoln, America. Uh, very sought after. I mean, if if you come to Lincoln and you're looking for a photographer, uh, professional, uh, commercial, uh, whatever, uh, Kathy's, uh, Kathy's company is the person to see.
2: People make the place. Yeah. And Kathy finds the people that make the place, and she puts it in her photography in our guide. And it's just... It's magic. I think a lot of people in our industry fail by just showing buildings and showing galleries. Yeah, and, and it's with Things without people. Mm-hmm. Kathy gets it done and, and she's been a great asset for us. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, what's going on with uh, the convention center? Is there some updates? Uh, I've heard uh, some good things continuing to move forward.
2: Yeah, I mean, it, it, Dan, I appreciate the opportunity. We just had another Assemble Lincoln meeting today, and if you remember, Assemble Lincoln is a group of of nine that are leading this convention center project alongside the county board of commissioners. Uh, we have an RFP out right now. Mm-hmm. Actually, just went out two weeks ago for our, the development. Uh, drawing back on, we did an RFLI request for letters of interest mm-hmm. and had some really good sites come forward. The RFP now is the more formal dating process. If mm-hmm. you want to look at it that way, you know how serious is your firm? Who are your partners? Um, you know what what sites do you have in mind, and I, I really think through this RFP process that 's due the end of February, okay, we may see additional sites on top of the sites that we initially identified through the RFLI process. So things are moving fast. Uh, we actually just uh, looked at a draft today for the request for architects, an RFP for architects, and um, that 's the next big step. And uh, if we get through the RFP process, she was sad leaving. Millie. Poor Millie. Millie, come back. We miss My you already. <laughs> she was ready to take callers, uh, you know, calling in for requests. But RFLI, RFP for development, and then RFP for architects. And, Dan, I can tell you probably by the end of the first quarter of this year, first part of second, like, we're We're going. We're going to get towards the fact that we're going to narrow down the list of possible sites. We're going to start to see who's serious, who brings the most capital, the most experience to the table. Um, That's exciting. Because it wasn't too long ago, you and I were talking about this thing getting going.
1: Yeah, and and yeah, it's it's progressed really quickly, uh, thanks to our Lincoln delegation to the legislature to uh, come up with a creative funding mechanism, and uh, yeah, this thing is
2: is moving forward. Yeah, and if you're listening out there, I mean, I know a lot of people have, have been interested in this; they're following it at assemblelincoln.com. Yeah, uh, we plan on having a public engagement portion of this this rollout here in the next few months, and I think in the month of February. Uh, We'll probably have an event downtown where I'll be there. The chamber will be there. um, Legends, the consultant, will be there. CSL, who did the feasibility study, our state senators, Assemble Lincoln. And we want to be there for the community to just give us their input on, you know, what do they think about a convention center? And Mm -hmm. what do they want? Because at the end of the day, I can talk to you all about the economy of it. And I can talk to you about the economic impact that this deal is going to have on our community. But the community's got to buy into this. They got to want to be in the building. They want to be able to have um, a pancake feed down there if you're a civic organization out there, and they want to have some architectural interest in what this project looks like.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, oh, that's exciting. Uh, because as we've talked before, we're going to transition uh, Lincoln to not just being a destination uh, for the weekends uh, for, for travelers and visitors, but all week long.
2: Yeah. And Monday through Thursday is the typical convention business, and then Friday, Saturday, and Sunday is where ours, our arena stands up. You know, I won't tell you what city it was, but I had a major metropolitan city south and east of here give me a call this week. And uh, the individual runs the convention and visitors bureau in this community, and she said, I'm hearing so many good things about Lincoln. Nice. I was told to give you a call and talk talk to you about what the secret sauce is in Lincoln yeah. and, and why why you all get along for doing what's right in the community
1: yeah, you, you know, and we've talked about that before, uh, you know those of us who have lived here all of our lives or most of our lives and and we just expect that everyone does uh leadership like this yeah and and you know Jason Ball, having been here uh, as president uh, of the cha- current president of the chamber and and going away and he boomeranged back uh he, he tells those stories that no, it doesn't have to be this way
2: it uh, doesn't. It doesn't. And and what I've always appreciated about Lincoln, and it's maybe taken a little bit while to get to this, but I really feel like whether you're an elected official or a private sector investor, private sector developer to a community member at large, you all see that we want to be a bigger community, but we don't want to lose that quality of life that makes Lincoln something special. Pinnacle Bank Arena didn't change Lincoln for the worst. I mean, there was a lot of people wondering about what concert traffic was going to be like and... You know, was it going to be a place I wanted to be on a Friday night? And people are absolutely in love with what has happened there. Convention Center is going to do the same thing. It's only going to enhance our quality of life. It's going to bring more economic impact into our community in the way it taxes. And it's going to make Lincoln a better, a better community for the long run. It's beyond you and I's time. Like right now, well, we're doing stuff bit. for tomorrow's absolutely. community.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. Um, uh, before we go to break, um, and maybe we'll do this after the break, but uh, uh, speaking of tourism, uh, the Nebraska Tourism Commission is hosting uh, the first annual Tourism Unity Summit. Uh, uh... here in lincoln coming up in a few weeks
2: yeah we're excited about it uh... we're hosting it here in lincoln at the graduate hotel uh... this is our annual conference that typically occurs in the fall we were in beautiful gearing nebraska yeah, way uh, out last west. fall yeah. and uh... this is a chance for all of us as industry professionals not only destination marketing organizations but attractions hotels um, you name it people tied to tourism get together we've shifted that to a february event for the primary reason of introducing and reintroducing tourism professionals with all of our state senators nice. and our government
1: yeah yeah because
2: they're here they're in it's, session they're in session they're also doing good things for tourism you talk about assemble lincoln mm-hmm. it's made up of state senators yeah. and and they see the vision that is tourism and the reality of it so yeah i'm looking forward to having my peers um, come in we're going to do an event uh... opening night and then we're going to show them the community the second night and probably be spending some time in the hay market yeah. and uh they like to eat and drink hey, that's what tourism people do darn right right yep. so i got a lot to show them
1: oh man uh i yeah there there is such a, there is such a, a delicious <laughs> moment when when you get to bring people to town
2: and show them off your favorite uh, places when the other room opened mm-hmm. the speakeasy down in the hay market mm-hmm. when that opened I could not wait to show people because you couldn't get like 50 people in there. Yeah, it was like a handful at a yeah. time, and they're still talking about the other room. Yeah, but things have changed so much, and uh, you know, whether you like it or not, Lincoln's an extension of small town Nebraska, and I think we do a great job.
1: Absolutely, folks, hang on. We're going to take this quick break and come back and visit uh, with our friend Jeff Mall from Visit Lincoln. Uh, come on back after these messages. <laughs>
2: To the Dan Parsons Show on 1499.3 3 KLIN. Hey, welcome back to the Thursday
1: edition. Uh, as you know, each Thursday we welcome in uh, the Lincoln business leaders, and we're delighted to have Mr. Jeff Mall from Visit Lincoln. And coming up after the uh, bottom of the hour break, uh, we'll be joined by Jeff and Diane Cunningham uh, from uh, Lincoln. Um, Lincoln, haymarket development Corp. lincoln haymarket <laughs> development corp thank you jeff uh, um, uh, yes anyway uh, i know jeff and diane well it'd be great to have them yeah. in the studio uh, and let me tell you what's coming up tomorrow it is friday we will make it to friday uh, The friday afternoon club with chef kevin shin and a very special guest tomorrow uh el kent Wogamot from lincoln journal star a uh, long-time uh, entertainment reporter uh, and and a damn fine journalist. Let me tell you that I don't care what he's writing about. And we're going to preview the Oscars. Ooh, How about that? That'd Oscar, be good. Oscar nominations came out yesterday, and so we'll uh, hear from Mr. Kent Wolgamott about the Oscars. So gear up for that. Well, should we
2: should we, should we call them the Oppenheimers instead of the Oscars? That's right. Yeah. Hey. Look how out. About
1: that. Have you seen uh, many of the uh, nominated films? No.
2: Yeah. I don't watch enough. I just don't watch enough movies. Yeah. We went and saw Oppenheimer in the, the in the theater, and I've, that was that was just tremendous. I
1: need to see that. Uh, I did see uh, the new Alexander Payne film. Okay. Uh, good. Last week.
2: Yep. 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 Uh, oh. You know what I do during the Oscars? I write down all the award winners and I put them on a sticky note on a refrigerator. And those are the movies that we'll watch on Netflix or whatever down the road because you just make time for it. Yeah,
1: yeah. So anyway, tune in for that tomorrow, the Lincoln... The 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 Friday afternoon club with Chef Kevin Shin. Um, Well, uh, Jeff, uh, what is going on? Uh, How can we break this winter blues and look forward to getting our fannies out of the uh, out of the sofa and out uh, around Lincoln?
2: It's time to crush cabin fever, and I've got three events that are going to help you think spring, think big, think about warm water lakes and so forth. Boat Sport and Travel Show, February 2nd through the 4th at the Sandhills Global Event Center. Uh, The Nebraska Builders Builders Home and Garden Show, February 9th through the 11th. So the first weekend, you can talk about Boat Sport and Travel. The next one, you can talk about home improvement projects, a sunroom, a hot tub, all kinds of good things. And then we'll wrap things up in March with the Husker Lawn and Leisure Show, bringing everything together. So everything's available that we talked about right there at Lincoln.org.
1: Nice, nice. I know. That so ready. Look to, oh my goodness! Yeah.
2: I've never bought the boat, but I love setting them. <laughs> I do. I too. make boat noises when I'm setting. I them. I'm thinking I'm just gliding I missed, across the lake. I miss those
1: days of uh, fishing with my dad and my brother. Yeah, yeah. Those are good times. Well, uh, stick around for the second half of the show. Jeff's going to be back uh, with Jeff and Diane Cunningham uh, from uh, uh, the Haymarket Lincoln Haymarket Development Corp. So come on back. After the news, right here on 1499.3 KLIM.
0: For me. Entertaining. The Dan Parsons
2: Show on 1499.3 KLIN.
1: Yeah, we do the education and the entertainment and, you know, we do it all uh, every day of the week. You just maybe don't identify it <laughs> as much uh, on the Monday through Thursday. But uh, anyway... Uh, w- welcome back! It's is the Thursday edition of the show where uh, the Lincoln Business Roundtable uh, we bring the thought leaders, the different maker, the difference makers uh, in the Lincoln business community uh, to the show, and so uh, we're delighted that you tuned in here. On- on a Thursday afternoon, a reminder to follow us on X and Facebook. You can always get a little preview of who the guests are. And, we, you know, shoot, we only get you an hour a day. So we'd love to continue the conversation after hours. And remember, if you miss anything, you can always... Uh Uh, Join us on the podcast, your favorite podcast platform, or KLIN.com. You can find us there. Uh, Coming up on tomorrow's show, it is the Friday Afternoon Club with Chef Kevin Shin uh, and a very special guest, uh, L. Kent Wogamot from the Lincoln Journal Star. A long time entertainment reporter uh, and just a darn fine journalist. I don't care what he's writing about. So, we're going to do, uh, we're going to review uh, the Oscar nominations with Kent tomorrow. And so, tune in for that. But we're back with Mr. Jeff Mall from Visit Lincoln and very special guests, Jeff and Diane Cunningham from the Lincoln Development uh, Corp. And of course, uh, Burlington Antiques is your little shop down in the Haymarket. So, anyway, Jeff and Diane. Welcome to the Dan Parsons Show. Thank, Thank you. you yeah. Thanks. We've known each other for... For
3: a while. For a while. Since the Secret Supper days. Yeah. Boy, those <laughs> yeah. were fun
1: times, weren't they? Yeah. All of us uh, right. did that. Yeah. yeah, It was a good event. Those were fun. Yeah. You know, I yeah. still get people talking and asking me about those events. Oh, yeah. Those were great. And, uh, yeah, we had they a lot were of fun. fun. Yeah. Yes, we did. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was fun. Yeah. Well, um, talk a little bit about... Uh, Well, how about antiques? Let's start with that. Let's talk about uh, Burlington Antiques because you uh, talk about a fixture in downtown Lincoln in the Haymarket. You guys uh, were one of the first businesses in in the Haymarket, I believe. Right. Uh, Shields initially created the business
0: um, and they ran it for several years. And then we we got it from Telesis Inc. who had purchased the business. And then we moved across the street to our current location, the Lincoln Station. Yeah, all the dates kind yeah. of blend. They together. do. Right. We've been down in the Haymarket. We figured out
3: today it was. we yeah. almost have been down there thirty years. You oh talk between about some two of our businesses, yeah. and yeah, so we've seen it all down there. Wow.
2: So <laughs> who's who's left after thirty years? If you guys have been there for thirty years. Looking around you,
3: Um, who
2: else? uh,
3: Vincenzos. Vincenzos. Laszlo's.
2: Laszlo's.
0: I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think, too. Not many. That would be about
3: it. Yeah. Yeah. Good for you guys. Yeah. Yeah, a few others, but probably. But anyway, yeah, it's been a it seems like yesterday but it's been it's been a long time yeah. that we've been down there and we've been in our new location
1: well not new anymore 22 right. years I love it, it's Diane. not new no, it's in I the antique
3: it. business it's no new. that's true right yeah. 20 Started, years yeah. is new
1: so um so yeah and so i i, I you know i've purchased several things uh, through the years uh in your shop and you can i mean uh, you can find anything Uh, I remember I was looking for a butter dish Mm -hmm. (laughs) a few years back. Yes,
3: everybody's looking for a butter dish because the lids always get broken.
1: (laughs) Uh uh And uh, so, what is that? What is that business like in 2024? Fortunately, we have had
0: probably three of the top six years sales wise since we took over in 2001. Hmm. Yeah. Um, Ironically, I know it sounds crazy, but COVID actually people were taking their money instead buying antiques and redecorating and sure we've been very very fortunate so yes
2: and i think that the thing that's interesting jeff's an integral part jeff cunningham's an integral part of our visitors promotion committee so we all kind of went through these challenges of covid together and i think one of the first questions i had for jeff and diane as well is how did covid change your business and i know you talked a lot about the online component right we do a lot of ebay um
0: we're seeing a lot younger clientele now. Mm. Um, We've got a vendor downstairs. He's been with us a year and a half. He does a lot of 70s and 80s collectibles and vintage clothing he's on fire wow i mean we're just we're very fortunate to have him so
3: yeah i think covid changed you know a lot of young people they were on there figuring out how to you know when you're bored and you don't go anywhere you get online and you get on all these different selling sites like instagram also and and they were vintage became hot and repurposing
2: that's
1: really and good.
3: Reusing everything became well, popular.
1: In addition to your business acumen of having this great business, Burlington Antiques for for all these years, you guys have been leaders in the business community uh, in, in in the Haymarket. And so maybe Jeff, talk a little bit about uh, the Lincoln Haymarket Development Corp and your leadership uh, there and both of your involvements and and how that. The, the, we'll just talk about what you do, what that, uh, what the, what it does.
0: Well, LHDC is a nonprofit organization. Uh, we were formed, I believe, in 1987 or 88. I don't have the exact date. Sorry. Um, we initially purchased two of the buildings in the Haymarket, developed it into low-income housing. Uh, we do projects to help. Enhance, beautify, and protect the area. Uh, that's we raise the money through our fundraisers. Uh, we've had several art projects, uh, historic building plaques, which we paid for by raising funds. Um, Haymarket
3: yep. Farmers Market. Haymarket Farmers Market. Oh, that's yeah. Jeff's yeah. life yeah. for um, at least yeah, seven right. or eight months of the year. Right. Oh my Putting that together. And
0: yeah. now um, our next big step is our. Walking tour app, which you can download to your phone. Um, Right now it's up, but we do not have the narration part in yet, so that's going to be our next step. But it's just like the initial guided Haymarket. Walking tour that Ed Zimmer used to mm-hmm. take everybody and around, he so, and he still does. And he's going to be,
3: and he's going to be narrating. And we're trying to get him part, to
0: narrate, yeah. and Todd, Todd Ogden, Ogden from DLA has mm-hmm. offered to narrate also. So. so,
1: this is a self-guided tour, right, mm-hmm. uh, with the app.
2: That's cool. Yeah, and right. what's changed is I was uh, at the Speedway Museum last night, and they used to only have docent guided tours, where you had to wait during a specific time, have a docent walk through you, walk through with you. But that's changed. People want to do things on their own. They want to have their phones be their guide. And yes. as long as we get people around the Haymarket into the downtown area, taking P Street up into our core, we're, we're, we're serving what people want. And that's just to experience as much of the history as they can on right. their own.
1: What are some of those highlights, historical highlights in the Haymarket?
2: Not oh, to put you on oh the my
1: spot. Gosh. Well, <laughs> well, you know,
3: the Lincoln Station Lincoln building. Lincoln Station
1: was the originals. Well,
0: it's a newer building now, but they were there originally when it was the Hay Market where all the trains would come in in the late 1800s. That's where all the trading took place. So we've got um, several, I'm trying to think of some of the other buildings.
3: Well, like the Candy Factory where where Gillen and Boney Candy Company and uh, um, Russell Stover, which is what everybody... That my, now
1: remembers. My late mother so. uh, worked at Russell
2: Stovers. Oh, I mean, oh yeah. Yeah. My, they, yeah, my grandmother worked down that's there. so And cool. that was, that building is like, if people know where the oven is, right? That's that mm-hmm. building that's right that there. Building, yeah.
3: Yeah. So. Tons of history.
2: Well,
0: yeah. we've got some pictures of the candy factory and some of the employees maybe your grandma or yeah
3: and that's actually how there. chocolate lovers fantasy started and we're going to talk about that, that.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. There's, a,
2: there's a tease i like yeah. that i
3: like yeah. where
1: yeah. you're going with that yeah, yeah. yeah. stick around we're going to talk about that before <laughs> we end the show here this afternoon um but yeah what just you know the, the changes that you guys have seen in the haymarket and jeff i know a uh, visitor uh, center mm-hmm. uh, you've got a, a, right. a spot down there just down mm-hmm. in the same building actually yeah. And uh, so, yeah, the changes. What Talk about that of mm-hmm. of just the last 10 years, my goodness, yeah. of, of the changes well, we've seen in the hay market.
0: I know from our business standpoint, um, before the arena, we had the railroad tracks right behind yeah. our building. And it vibrated all the glassware. <laughs> and <laughs> well, and glass always had <China. laughs> your fingers crossed. But, you know, once they went for the arena and brought that in, it just really helped a lot it brought a lot more people in a lot more offices so those people would go out for lunch so i think that's probably the biggest change yeah but,
3: the west haymarket you know. came about even though we like to call it just the haymarket right. because we and yeah. then you know
0: and now south
3: with a
1: with a, a world-class uh, new park yeah yeah uh, yeah
3: excited about that mm-hmm. all the all the downtown residents are excited about that. Yeah. So.
1: Well, and just in green in, space.
3: Yes. Yep. <laughs> yes.
1: Yeah, that green space. Well, and you guys know, I I've lived and work uh, in the Haymarket for years, and uh, you know I have a block commute to work every yes. day. Nice. And uh, it is. I mean, it's just a vibrant addition to this community that is historic. Mm-hmm.
2: Parking. I, if I didn't have a chance to ask you about parking now, mm-hmm. I'm one. I'm here's one. Here's me. I like to tell people that parking is frequently available in the Haymarket. It's changed a lot with the parking garages, mm-hmm. the meters. You're always looking to find ways to turn people and provide opportunities for visitors. I, I think we could all agree that parking is, is plentiful in the Haymarket, better than it's ever been. Yeah,
0: we've got four garages now. Yep. Um they just added one where they built and then the we other have the building. West 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 Lots. Right. And, and you know, it's it's kind of that nebraskan perspective yes yeah, if they yes they can't park right up front <laughs> yes they just from keep. from small towns yeah they just you know, drive around you but you like know if you think about going to gateway mall to shop you probably walk a mile yeah just to get there from the parking lot so it's you yeah. know parking garages are three blocks two and a half blocks away from the Haymarket. that's and, a great comparison yeah, yeah. And yeah. the
3: first hour's free.
1: Yep.
0: Yeah. I
3: mean, it's less expensive to park in a garage I, than I on te- the street.
1: I tell – thank you. Uh, yeah. As you know, anybody that listens to the show, every time we talk about parking in downtown in the Haymarket, I get on my little hobby horse. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Because it, 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 there it's a myth. It is an absolute myth. And, Jeff, you identified it. We do. It's human nature. We want to pull up to where we're going and get out of the car and walk in. and uh, and, and it's a game we'll circle the block uh, 20 times before we find that spot.
2: for that one spot for the yeah. one spot the one we one
0: witness
3: spot. it all the time I, I can't
0: even imagine yeah i actually witnessed once where some guy would not move waiting for a spot and these two guys got out of their vehicles i thought they were going to have a fight <laughs> oh my god i mean it's, it's crazy yeah but.
3: but it's but you know in the daytime especially if if it's not lunch or dinner there's plenty, yeah, there's plenty you, of for people to come down park and shop, you can
1: park right in right front right in front yes. of our store yeah. you
3: know after 1 o'clock and before 11:30 or 12 right you can go right up front.
1: Yeah. Um so um yes, uh how about snow removal? How has the winter been so far in the hay market? I mean, that those are challenges, not that you're responsible for that, but just your observations of how uh how the city has done.
0: It's you know, when we get as much snow as we did, it's tough down there. There's no place to push it. Um, the streets were fairly clean, it's just they really it got piled up along mm-hmm. the parking meters, so it was tough to walk over those mounds. But, you know, the last two years we've hardly had any snow, so there was no problem. But I do remember several years ago we had a lot of snow, and it's pretty much the same as it's been right now. Yeah, it's
3: challenging so. to, unless you take that snow away from those areas. Right. But, um, well, but the good news is they weren't giving tickets, you know, and yeah. things. They were trying to... Yeah. Trying to make it a little better.
2: Well, I think that's what people have to remember is yeah. is the people that are in city government and making the decisions from the LTU standpoint, they have a heart just like the rest of us. Yes. They're doing everything they can right. to clear things up. And I think they do an amazing job. I think the traffic that I saw even during the coldest and snowiest days, people still want to be downtown and people mm-hmm. want to right. be in the hay market. And I think you know, the challenge I think sometimes for, for Dan and I as we're out there talking about this community and the challenge that you all have is, Things are changing all the time. There's always something different to do in the hay market. Yes. Right? People have their staples, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but then they have to look around them on the retail side because the staples are, we go to Laszlo's for lunch. We might go to the pub and have a beer, but think about all the unique shopping we have in the Haymarket. Right, that's changed and, and yeah. evolved yeah. greatly. And,
1: yeah. and I see it all the time. I see uh, visitors. It's so fun to watch visitors come in, and you can tell that they are again uh, from Greater Nebraska. They're not from far away. They are people who are familiar with uh, with Nebraska, uh, but they do they shop and they stick around, mm-hmm. and it's fun to see. Well. Uh, Hang on. Uh, Let's take this little break and come up uh, and come back because I want to talk about some chocolate.
3: Yay. (laughs) Because
1: who doesn't love chocolate (laughs) in February? So come on back after these quick messages.
2: You're listening to The Dan Parsons Show on 1499.3 KLIN.
1: Hey, welcome back to the Thursday edition. We're delighted that you stuck around uh, because we're gonna we saved the best for last. But uh real quick, let me tell you what's coming up on tomorrow's show, because you don't wanna miss it. It is the Friday Afternoon Club uh with Chef Kevin Shin. And uh, a very special guest uh, tomorrow, Mr. L. Kent Wogamot from Lincoln Journal Star, uh, entertainment reporter, art reporter. You know, uh, Kent's just a great journalist. And so Kent's going to be with us for the whole hour uh, tomorrow, and we're going to review the Oscar nominations. So uh, if you're a Barbie fan, Oppenheimer, uh, the new... uh, uh, Alexander Payne, uh, you know, you kind of have to root for the, for the local guy, right? The Omaha killers
3: guy. of the flower moon. Yeah. They, they bought a lot of things from Burlington antiques. Oh, by they the did. Way. Wow. Yes, they did. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. So got to watch and it and see our stuff in there.
0: Really? <laughs> have, yeah. He had a very good expense. account. Yes, through. he
3: did. <laughs> That's, That's cool. what happens when you have like Martin Scorsese. Yeah. And <laughs> wow.
1: See, yeah. well, you'll have to, yeah, you have to call in tomorrow and tell yeah. us. <laughs> um, but we are back uh, with Jeff Mall from Visit Lincoln and our very speck- special guest, <laughs> Jeff and Diane Cunningham, uh, longtime uh, owners of Burlington Antique uh, Store in the Haymarket and, of course, uh, leaders in the Lincoln Haymarket Development Corp. And uh, so one of the big events that I know everybody w- looks forward to uh, each February is the um, the chocolate lo- chocolate lovers yes chocolate lovers fantasy and so it's coming up yes. uh, in just a few weeks mm-hmm. a couple weeks right and right. so uh, Preview. How long has it been going on? Now? This is
3: the 38th year. No kidding. Yes, and it started, like I said, um, somebody got the idea. Lou Shields, way back in the day. Oh, that's an you old, know, old name, yeah, yeah, from Downtown Lincoln Association and Burlington Antiques, and she they um, came up with the idea because of the history of candy making in the Haymarket. So it's been going a long time. Um, the past three years, we've done it virtually with COVID, and the mill has worked with us to deliver the packages to right to your door but this year we're going back in person so our first year back and it's going to be basically the same type of event except in person and the chefs will present up on the stage they'll present their um chocolate creations and um We'll still have our silent auction, and we'll have entertainment, and yeah, the tastings will be right at everybody's place setting.
1: Date and location?
3: Um, It's Saturday, February 10th. It starts at 6 p.m. with the cocktail hour, and then the tasting starts at 7.
1: And where can people get tickets?
3: Um, They can get tickets at lincolnhaymarket.org. And it's going to be at the Graduate Hotel, so you'll want to get your tickets in advance because the chefs need to know what to make yeah. and how many. So um, I would definitely get in there and get the tickets within the next week.
1: And describe uh, describe the evening if people haven't been.
3: So we'll start out with the cocktail hour with appetizers. This is a whole different format from the past where it was like a free-for-all, you know. Right. <laughs> and grab, the chefs all had tables. Um, so this year we're going to have a sit-down event. and. And you'll have your tastings at the table, and then you'll have wine also by Italian Vine. The mill is going to put all the packages together, and we have nine chefs. Um, this year we have Scarlet Hotel coming in which we were talking about a little mm, bit before that's a nice addition. and they yeah. have a great pastry <laughs> chef. We even have uh, somebody from Cortland Nebraska that's coming in Paper Moon Pastries. She's amazing. We have Lulu B who's been who's yes. really started out with her business with chocolate lovers. Yes. Um, so many good and some smaller businesses that have started out a veteran-owned business. Uh, Sweet things by Marcy. She's okay. going to join us. Mm-hmm. So
2: and the Parthenon and the Parthenon, is a new Parthenon. One this year.
3: Yeah, oh, nice. so I'm so glad yeah. that
1: they're uh, around still. And yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Um, date night, guys. If you're listening out there, oh, wow. it's perfect wow. date night. Great food, yeah. great drink, get a room at the the hotel, yes, stay the definitely. night, get up the next morning, go down to the mill for coffee. I just sold it, right? You yep. did. Okay, you date bang. night, guys.
3: And or pal, pal night. Or yeah. Pal, let's yeah, see, what yeah. we yeah. Call, call it a palentine.
2: Okay. Yes. Dude, dude's we night. We sell tables uh-huh.
3: of eight. Have you
0: got your tickets yet, Jeff? <laughs> well, yeah, I need to. Yeah, you can to. buy your <laughs> table
3: of eight and I know bring all gonna, your prints. Take all
1: your... Um, staff, staff. take staff and Everybody's. friends. Yeah. Yes, let's get it. Let's get there. it done. Okay, Diane Cunningham, Jeff Cunningham, thanks so much. Thanks Thank for you your all. leadership. Thank thanks you. for what you do for the Haymarket. Jeff Mall, always a pleasure, my friend. Thanks for everything you do at Visit Lincoln. Uh, Caleb Henry, the guest celebrity <laughs> producer for the show for Johnny. Johnny's uh, on a boat someplace. So anyway, folks, that's the show. Uh, now go do good things. We'll see you tomorrow for FAC.